Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Integrate Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Allison Polo, and you can find me at pureenergypdx.com. Thank you all for joining me today. I'm so excited about this show. We're going to be talking about motherhood and the things that we go through as women in motherhood, especially most most importantly today, we're going to we're going to focus on birth and going th- uh, everything that leads up to birth and then the birthing process and and then that afterwards how we deal with those things because uh, like we talk about in the show, I talk with Kimberly Nelly, who has had four kids herself. And like she describes, each one is different. One might be easy. The other one might be like, how did I get through that? What just happened? You know, so we're talking about that really today in uh, the context of a rite of passage and how this how this is important actually to go through as a woman, because it's a rite of passage in some sense uh, where it, it's helping you look at, at the world from a different perspective. And then also, as we talk about in the show today, helping you embrace the mystery in life, which is going to be very much a reality when you become a mother. And so this is what motherhood has taught me. And to some extent, to be able to let go of, of certain things and go with the flow a little bit more, especially when you're in the throes of labor. That's pretty much what you're going through. And that's generally what I experienced. There's a lot of things that you can't control. Uh, she had some issues that she really needed to pay attention to. And we talk about that too, listening to your intuition, listening to your inner voice, listening really to what your body is telling you and how important that is for yourself and for motherhood as a mother, how important that is when you're making these decisions for other people. So there's no judgment involved in this show. It's more for just giving our perspective on it and sharing that with y'all and hoping that that will give you some insight, whether you have kids now, you're thinking about having kids or you have kids or you are not thinking about having kids. Maybe you want to birth something else. Maybe you want to birth a book. Maybe you want to birth a business. There's many ways to guess to see these things, these rites of passage. So in our experience, this is, this is how we experienced it. So we're sharing that with you today. And I hope you enjoy the show because it's a very different and unique show today for everybody. And um, I think it's an important story too because my story and and my fitness story, I guess you could say, really heavily relates to my recovery from birth and, and how that really put my body in a in a place where it was hard to unwind. I went through a lot of things uh, in my body. I shared with you all some things uh, I went through last in the last episode on when I was sharing my story of injuries and definitely birthing two babies. Uh, I definitely got injured from that. So again, we're, you know, we're talking about how do you recover from that? How do you recover from your body going through so much? And then, then trying to connect with your kids after that. And then, you know, maybe the situation wasn't ideal, you know, and, and how do you, how do you make peace with that? So those are some of the topics that we're going to talk about today. So before we get into the show, I would love, love, love for you all to leave me a great review. I would love to hear from you, or if you have a comment you want to leave, you can definitely go to pureenergypdx.com and you can go to the show notes of this podcast and leave me a comment and please let me know what you think. And if you feel like this show is really an inspiration to you every week, you're getting a lot from it and you know, you want to share it with your friends, I would love that too. So what I'll do is I'll leave a link that will make it so easy for you to leave a review on iTunes. And that really gives me some feedback on how you're loving the show, as well as it gets the show out to more people. And you know what else gets the show out to more people is you sharing it with your friends. Okay, everybody. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Miss Kimberly Nelly.
Today, I am so excited. I'm here with a wonderful guest, Kimber- Kimberly Nelly. And she is is based out of Hawaii. And I actually met Kimberly through Paul Check, who connected me with her. And um, because I was really struggling with some stuff uh, that we'll really get into today, um, dealing with motherhood and the birthing process and the trauma around that. And so he connected me with Kimberly and we got into a really deep discussion. And it was so powerful that I just said to Kimberly, you, you've got to come on my show. We've got to talk about this because this is just really important information. It's something we, we as women all need to acknowledge uh, to really get in, uh, get into a healing mode so we can embrace motherhood and really become our best selves and become the best moms we can possibly be. So Kimberly, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here and I would love it if you would share a little bit about yourself with everybody, our listeners, or my listeners, <laughs> and yours too. Yes. <laughs> I would love to share. Yay. Uh, I'll try to keep it uh, concise, but basically no I embarked on motherhood about 11 years ago and I knew absolutely nothing about pregnancy and motherhood. I, at the time, was already a personal trainer, and I was trained in, through the Czech philosophy, so I felt pretty on board with the physical aspects of the body and holistic nutrition and whatnot, but I thought I was just going to go to the hospital and give birth like the way that I knew of. I didn't even know there was really another way or the choices or anything that was out there, and I was fortunate enough to have a partner uh, my husband at the time, who was like, ah, absolutely not, who he also is a Czech practitioner. And he's like, uh, no, we're going to have a natural birth. And I was like, whoa, what's that? You know, like, I, that's where my journey began. And I actually went and what did I do? I went to go see a midwifery um, birth center. And I fell in love. I walked through it. It was just this house that was converted into a little center. And then there was a separate house that was a birthing house. And I instantly was like, not only do I want to give birth here, like I want to study midwifery. And they just happened to be enrolling new midwifery students at that time. It was January of 2008. And I just was so fortunate because I had the chance to live natural birth over Mm. and over and over before I gave birth. For six months, I was in the school before I gave birth. And by the time I gave birth, I was so excited to give birth because it now became, this is just a natural thing that happens and women do it. And it's amazing. And the first birth I saw that I witnessed, like I was just crying uncontrollably. I was supposed to be like keeping time of when the baby was born. And I just was like, <laughs> and they're like time. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't, yeah, I can imagine. It's a very emotional time, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was just witnessing it for my yeah. first one. And I realized the power and beauty and I had never witnessed any other birth. So mm-hmm. that was my only experience of witnessing a birth. So, I mean, my, that inside of me was just like, this is incredible. This is just magic. Like this, I'm so excited. I can't wait for my experience. And, um, so yeah. So when I went into labor and gave birth, it was a beautiful, everything I could have asked for. And yet at the same time, I remember after giving birth, the first thing I said, I turned around and looked to my husband and was like, we are not doing this seven times. Because <laughs> you know, like, we're like, oh, we're going to have a big family. Right. And, uh, but you do and, have four kids, right? Yeah, so. for some reason, I keep doing it. No, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, it, it's really such an empowering, love-filling, life-changing experience that you can't describe in words. You know, yeah. every woman who has had a natural birth is it's really an indescribable yet you feel connected because you've shared that experience yeah. and sometimes it's easier than others it doesn't mean they're always easy it doesn't you know like it's yeah. very difficult times but there's definitely a difference it doesn't mean that giving birth in general is not a powerful transformative moment because you're definitely moving from being 
a single entity like carrying a baby to a mother like you're making a transition no matter what so um they're both very powerful but there's definitely a huge difference um when when one does it naturally so yeah that was my initiation into motherhood and i call that my physical experience where everything was really about physically learning about birth and my nutrition and all of that and when i got pregnant with my daughter three years later well actually two and a half years later um it became a spiritual journey for me and it wasn't even really that like I asked for it. It was just kind of the direction my life was going. And I started joining women's circles and we did dream circles. And I, that's when I learned how to really connect to my baby inside of me intuitively and spiritually. And she guided me to Hawaii while she was in the womb to be with the wild dolphins. And I ended up doing a documentary on our birth. It's called Naya Journey into Life. And it's on YouTube. And that was just really, again, like I didn't plan to make anything special out of it. And it's still, it's just this homemade sweet video. And I didn't realize how transformative it was for so many women because it really shows birth in a different way than what 99% of the population sees when they're looking for birth or information about birth. Yeah. So that journey really just opened up my heart and, and that birth, honestly, she just birthed herself. It was like <laughs> the most amazing, I didn't even have to think about it, you know? And, um, and that that's definitely, amazing. I was like, yeah, this is, that was my spiritual journey. This is like, that's how I knew that all of this is for real. Like you can communicate to your unborn baby and your baby can communicate to you and you can talk and, um, which makes so much more sense, right? Because that baby is a part of you and you're a part of the baby and that's nature, right? We're and do, and having, ah, Kimberly. Sorry. Okay. All right. That's okay. All right. <laughs> um, it just said low battery. Oh, okay. Are you good? All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll plug it when I need to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, I was just thinking as you, as you said, it was so you had the that uh, the birth with the dolphins with ease and in the water. It's just I kind of feel like that makes sense because, you know, it, it's such a natural thing, like you said, birthing and and it should feel that way. I mean, although it doesn't always, it's not always that you know. But like you and I talked about with my experience, but um, but I think that you know, of course, the environment, you know being in a, being like what we see mostly with, which is women in uh, birthing in a hospital, you know, and it being painful and, and it really, really being hard. That's kind of what we see mostly, right. With birthing and we never really see the other options, I guess. And no matter what happens, I mean, it's all good. It's all, you know, your journey, but there's usually not any other perspectives there, I think. So that's wonderful that you offer that. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah, it was definitely magical. And, and after that birth, I just assumed every birth would be like that. Right. You know, yeah, like, right? yeah I got this down. Right. Like, I know how to have babies. <laughs> and so, uh, three years later, I'm pregnant with my son, Pi, who's now three. And, I think I got it together. And yet then I went on a whole nother journey where with my daughter, everything felt, all right, this is what we're going to do. I got it. Following my intuition, no problem. And everything just fell into place with him. Everything felt out of place. Mm. So I got really <laughs> sick. I couldn't right. be in the water, which was like my home. Like I couldn't go swimming. Yeah. I got vertigo. Then I had to move out of my place and then my grandfather died and I went to California to go to his funeral. I ended up not even coming back to Hawaii. Oh, wow. I ended up in Miami. Like <laughs> it was so much unknown. I was really just sitting in this unknown and like still being guided, but like I didn't have anything firm and concrete of like, this is our journey, like how it felt with my daughter. So right. it was a real surrender of like, why am I ending up way back in Miami where I never wanted to be again. And, uh, and it was to rekindle what I learned later was to kind of rekindle a friendship with my ex-husband. And he ended up being at the birth of my third. Oh, wow. 
Um, and again, so my labor started totally different. My water broke. I didn't have contractions for like over 12 hours. I knew I was on the time clock now. I'm like walking around Miami in the city over the bridge to the beach. Like my water is just gushing out of me everywhere. Oh my and goodness. I'm just like, what is going on? And I go home and I'm like, okay, I call my midwife. Okay, the baby's coming. I know it's coming. She comes, she checks me. I'm like nine centimeters. And I'm like, all right, everything's going. And then this pain just kicks in. Like I had a train stuck in my pelvis and I was like, Oh my God. So I basically was like complete for two hours and like so much pain. And I was like, all right, I got to go to the hospital. This baby's not coming out. Like I'm going at this. No one's stopping. I just need an epidural. I'm going. And that's what I did. And as soon as I got to the hospital, I had to wait another two hours for them to give me the epidural. And then he slid out, not slid. I mean, I had to push him out this way, but in like 15 minutes and he was 10 pounds, 10 ounces. And (laughs) I was just like, wow. And there was a whole lot building up to that, you know, about, Mm -hmm. you know, who do you have in the room when you're giving birth and a big thing was I had my mom there who I refused to have at my first two births, but I was like, okay, I got this. You know, my mom can be at this one. I'm going to help her. She really wants to witness birth. And again, is it goes back to you have to take care of yourself during birth and not think of others. And as oh. soon as you think of others and you're worried about them or their energy. So anyone who's in their room, their energy also affects your energy and it affects your birth. And my mom was nervous, scared, Mm. praying, all these things. It wasn't like this loving, nurturing uh, Mm -hmm. experience, you know? So I'm not blaming that on her, but it definitely was the energy that was in the room. And I was so tense and I couldn't relax. And so I was like, okay, I have a lot to learn still, you know, like birth isn't just every experience is a learning experience and like reminded me how important it is for the mother who's giving birth Mm -hmm. and for her to have all of her needs met and even if it's hard on somebody else that she still needs to be in her own like in herself she needs to know what's right for her and everyone has to be okay with that Mm. and that's hard that's hard for a lot of women I mean yeah the hardest things from, especially if it's a partner or a family member, you know, like, right. How do you gently and kindly say like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Getting, That's getting clear on those boundaries. Me. Yeah, totally. And yeah, sometimes, and it's, you're right. That, that is something that I think a lot of people don't think about except for in the moment, maybe they're kicking people out, but um, you know, it's, yeah. it is, it is really important and it's important to have the right energy going into that because you are bringing a new life into the world. It's a big deal. Right. Um, yeah. And it's big for your health too. And so, you know, um, that kind of is a segue into like the whole birthing trauma thing and, and how women do experience that, but it's never really talked about. Um, and for me personally, you know, I had a really hard birthing process the first time with my first child, it was 24 hours. Um, I would, I didn't, you know, I didn't, um, uh, uh, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Open up, you know, like it was, I took very long to, for, to, um, you know, dilate. the word dilate. Thank dilate. you. <laughs> it really long to, I took really long to dilate. And so it was just like waiting, waiting, waiting this, uh, of course, terrible pain, feeling like I was being stretched in two different directions. And so for me, like the, the whole, the whole experience was very physically exact, uh, exhausting, but also, um, challenging. Are you still there? Okay. Um, but also physically yeah. challenging. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, because, you know, because I had been so much in control of my own body for so long, being a high-performance athlete and thinking, hey, yeah, I got this. This is no problem. But really being thrown off, like you said, on your second and then almost being in a state of shock at the end of it, not even being able really to connect after all that 
physical trauma. Of, so that's kind of what I talked to you about. And do you, yeah. do you find that other women kind of experience it that way as well? And how do you help them with that part of it? Yeah. I mean, the amazing thing about birth is that it is different every time for every woman. So you can have extremes like your case, which even still isn't the most extreme, you know, but all the way to, oh, my baby just popped out. And yeah, a lot of it is not talked about. I mean, especially in natural birth, because already there's so much pressure on a woman or controversy about women wanting to give birth at home or give birth naturally. It's become this like stigma of like, oh, you're trying to prove yourself or why would you want to be in that pain or that's not safe or already a woman is kind of fighting the culture, our norm of giving birth. So already it's like, you're already kind of maybe doing the wrong thing. Mm. And then on top of that, if you have something that's not like of ease or of like the ideal birth, it's kind of like, oh gosh, I don't want to share that because they're going to be like, oh, I told you, you should have, you know, just had that epidural or you should have just had the birth in the hospital. And, and what is then taken out of that is that birth itself is, it's a spiritual experience. It's Mm -hmm. not just about giving birth to a baby. Like everything that happens in birth, everything that comes up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually is for a reason. And it's for our journey. And when we numb ourselves to those experiences through drugs, through interventions, through whatever it might be, we're numbing ourselves to life's experiences. We're numbing ourselves to our opportunities to learn and grow and understand ourselves and the world, the spiritual realm, whatever it is in a deeper way. And we become then more disconnected to one another. And we keep creating this disconnect instead of unity and connection. So women become afraid to share because of judgment and maybe they did the wrong thing or they could have done something else until you find that like small percent of women who are open and willing and trust and in the birthing process and what happens and doesn't happen because birth is a matter of life and death for Mm -hmm. both the mom and the baby. It's not just a common surgery, like a C-section where, yeah, it still can be life and death, but they have it systematically done and it's, you know, super safe these days. And it removes vitality. It removes the magic from birth. It removes the unknown, all of these things that we have to experience in everyday life. But like you said, the control factor. So we've become so in our culture, wanting to control everything in our lives, that anything that comes in that kind of like takes us out of our control bubble, we're unable to deal with. And it provides, it creates stress. It creates sickness. It creates people who are dependent on their medications. It creates, you know, a discomfort. But if we can start off birth by birthing our babies in the unknown state of trusting of what is happening, then, and then our, no matter how our child comes out and we're able to trust and love and surrender to that moment is then we've already set the foundation of trust, of love, surrender, and that it's okay. And mm-hmm. for some, it's, it's hard. It's such a touchy situation because like, well, is it okay if your baby dies? Is it okay if you die? Is it okay if something goes wrong? Is it okay? Is it okay? Is it okay? When it comes down to it, no matter where you are in the world, in a hospital, at home, in a different country, when you give birth, it is still an uncontrollable process. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is in the hospital, they try to control it. And even there, they don't talk about it, but there's lots of birth traumas in the hospital. There's lots of deaths in the hospital from childbirth. All of these happen even in a hospital, sometimes even greater mm-hmm. than at home. So we have to like get away from the stigma of one is safer than the other, or one is better than the other. And come down to the core of what actually is birth. What's the purpose of birth besides a a baby coming into the world? How do we want to bring this baby into the world? You know, like what, why are we pregnant? Why are, why are we giving birth? Why do we want to have kids? Like a lot of people sometimes don't even know those questions except for like, we want them. 
And then it's like, well, how do you want to raise them? And what world are we living in? And do you want them to be in this world? Are you happy with the world? Are you happy with the way you're living? Are you happy with yourself? Like, is that child there to fill gaps? I mean, this could go into a whole huge thing. Oh my God. But yeah, there's so so many... there's so many incredible questions there because I mean, there, there, I did ask myself those questions before. I just knew I had a strong desire to have kids, and um, you know, it was. I think all of us could probably, um, you know, just really dig deeper to to ask that because you are bringing a human being into the world, and it's it's a big responsibility. But I don't think you want to get lost in the overwhelm with that either. You know what I mean? No, so there's yeah, a balance, sure. right? Um, and and you can't even and that I think the whole thing that you're mentioning with the birthing process being you know kind of it being mysterious and a little bit unknown is all about the feminine. That's all feminine, right? That's yeah. you know a surrendering and trusting. Um, is just, um, and, and just, you know, going with the flow, you know, so to speak is all about the feminine. And then you actually, it's great because it's a great lesson in that moment because you're going to have to take that into motherhood with your kids because there's a lot of unknowns there as well. And a lot of things you cannot control, which you may think you can at first, but (laughs) trust me, you can't. (laughs) Yes, that is for sure. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Like my my purpose through the childbirth kind of preparation courses and what I've learned, because trust me, I was not this person 10 years ago, 11 years ago when I was pregnant with my first, you know, like <laughs> right. I've learned a lot um, is for us to ask those questions, like you said, but not to get lost, but for us to be in touch with who we are as ourselves first, even if you're already pregnant of like, wow, who am I? Like, what's yeah. important to me? What are my values? What kind of life do I want to live? You know, like, because obviously we can't control how our child is going to be. Now that I have four, I realize that <laughs> they're all each unique individual, right. you know, no matter how I parent, it, they're all going to be themselves, you know, but <laughs> how can I provide the best thing for myself and for my children. And the best thing for my children is for me being my best self. But mm-hmm. if I'm not even in touch with who my best self is and what that looks like, how am I going to be able to provide a strong foundation for my children? Right. So yeah, instead of being kind of lost, it's more about learning to trust ourselves mm. and trust our inner guidance as individuals and our gut and our feminine, the, the womb and all of that that you're talking about. Uh, now I'm at 10. Okay. So um, I'm just going to plug in yeah, the charger. No, no problem. Oh yeah. Now I don't have my headphones on. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Uh, we, it's charging I think is number one. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's gosh, I mean, in general, the world has shifted too far into this masculine energy of control and fixing and um, you know, it, systematic and it's like the world our earth is begging spiritually or whatever is begging for this shift back into the feminine mm-hmm. and that's what i feel is awakening within so many women right now i think it's really alive more now than ever or either that it's just more alive in me now than ever and i'm you know like <laughs> recognizing it in others and and that the magic and the trust and the connection to everything is it starts with us, you know? And yeah. so, um, so yeah, that's, that's my big passion, especially during pregnancy and because you're, you're more open and you, you want to learn more, um, and you want to have a healthy child and be the best yeah. mom you can be. Right. So it's absolutely like the best time to, to question things. Yes. And I think that, um, you know, like we said, you know, it's the the best time to connect with your feminine, especially if you haven't before or, but with that goes understanding the feminine and understanding what that is really, you know, and a lot of it is just, it's um, kind of being that chaos can, in a container, right? In a, in a way. And it was really hard for me to understand until just recently, actually, I've just now begun to understand really the feminine energy and how I can use that to uh, 
in my life to really um, to connect with myself better, understand myself better, and and the way that I really can navigate the world. But I feel like, like you said, like we kind of live by default in a more masculine energy kind of world. It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but it's just kind of, you know, what we're taught. That's kind of how we're taught to navigate, especially in my circumstance as a young athlete. That's just how it was, how I learned. And that's totally fine. But I never really uh, learned the other way of being. So I think, like you said, like pregnancy will teach you that. Being a mom will teach you that. You really have to surrender um, and what I found was part of me kind of, um, part of me really died during that time. And then, because I just, I became a new person, I had to find myself again. And I really, um, because what I could do before wasn't really working. I couldn't do it the same way. I, I couldn't just push through life anymore and just, you know, I'm a doer, but I couldn't, I, I didn't have as much energy to do that kind of stuff anymore. I had a lot more going on. So um, I had to figure out a new way to to be. So I think that could be the case for for a lot of women as well, um, going through this process. But with that, maybe um, you know, acknowledging that and realizing that instead of criticizing ourselves for not being able to do as much as we could or the same way we could before, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a huge part of transitioning to motherhood, especially as a first time mother. You really don't know how demanding being a mother is yet how rewarding it is that even just taking a shower for a lot of oh yeah <laughs> women your first shower you're like I, I can't even get in the shower you know like how, how do people do this and right I mean it could be very overwhelming and and the support that we have is a little bit different than we had years ago and it doesn't make it better or worse and also there's a lot of working moms now too just to be able to support to be able to live, you need two incomes. And honestly, I still give so much credit to moms who go to work every single day from nine to five and then have to come home and still cook dinner and take care of the baby, especially young babies that are nursing at night or even bottle feeding at night or whatever it is, and then go back and do it the next day. Like, how do they have the energy to do that? And right. we wonder why life sometimes feels so difficult. And it's easy for me to see it on the outside now that like, I can just see it. This is not healthy for us as a species, you know, to be going, 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 doing, 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 doing. And that's kind of where we've fallen culturally into if we're not doing, nothing's happening instead mm -hmm. of, yeah. wait, when we're not doing, everything is happening. Like, <laughs> and we're able to see it and we're able to feel mm -hmm. it and we're able to get clarity. So Sometimes it's that, you know, two steps forward, one step back, but that one step back really like opens up our mind. If we're willing to let that one step back be like, this is necessary. Mm -hmm. Like we need this one step back because we are going in a snowball forward without seeing the end of the tunnel instead of being present in the moment. So instead of constantly yeah. looking for the future, how do we be in the now? And when we're running every day in the busy life, the rat race is, how are we in the now? I mean, we're in the now in the sense we're constantly doing, but are we feeling? Are yeah. we reflecting? Are we questioning if this is the right thing? Are we happy? You know, so it's, yeah. how do we take that step back without feeling like we're going to fail or we can't pay our bills or, um, someone's going to judge us or, you know, how do we feel safe enough to take that step back and be like, okay, is this okay for me? Am I really happy doing this? Is there something else I can be doing? And just being back again in tune. Cause even yeah. when you're running like crazy, we're not, you're not able to really check in with yourself. Because yeah. it, and when you have a baby, it's double that, you know, Absolutely. Like, because you don't have the time when you're, there you're taking care of your baby you know it's love and nurturing and it's wonderful but it's a non-stop thing so how I really like to learn for myself and helping teach others of that it's not only okay it's necessary to take time for yourself as a mother even if you have a newborn yeah even if you think that your life is so crazy and you can't it that's just your own creation in your mind you know mm -hmm. like Cause I've been there, like 
I lived that and I ended up in the hospital on my deathbed after two kids. Wow. And really was like dr- pulled back to, okay, you have this month now, you can't, I was basically paralyzed and I couldn't talk of you're not living what's important to you. You know, you're not living your purpose. And I had to tap back in and learn and choose to live and then choose to live in a different way and take huge risks into the unknown Mm -hmm. and trust. And that is, it's challenging to do until you're sometimes facing it right in your face. And so it's like, how can we help people before it's right in their face, you know, to take that it's safe, like just for someone to be like, it's okay. Like, okay, I got you today. I got you for this hour. I got you for this 10 minutes. Like go do what you need to do. Yeah. And part of, again, is that awakening of the woman, the feminine uh, and being feeling like it's okay to ask, you know, like it's so hard. We're, We're such givers as women. We give and we give and we give. And then we're like, okay, I'm starting to get worn down, but I can't say anything because I have to keep going. I have to keep going. I have to be strong. I got to take care of this and this and this. And if I don't, no one else is going to. And it's like, right. hey, yeah, how, how do we ask and feel comfortable? And, and who are the right people to ask? And that will be supported in our own personal endeavors. Yeah. And I think you just think about that first. And it's it's the feeling part, I think, is so important. Like you mentioned, I uh, and that's a big part of the feminine too, is is the feeling part. Like if you're always doing and you're always trying to kind of have your blinders on, like the snowball effect, like you said, um, you, you just really lose that feeling aspect of your life. And then it's really hard to tell actually at some point, you know, what is uh, like, it's hard to follow that intuition as far as like, who can I trust to do this or help me out or, you know, or maybe just getting to the point where you're asking for help, you know, and you are able to receive that because you're giving all the time. Maybe you can't, you know, you don't know how to ask. Right. So I think those are some great things to think about because yes, I mean, like, um, you know, you are giving a lot as a mother and it's, it's so important for, for the mom to take care of herself first before she's able to really give the energy out. Because if you keep, you know, your body is going to eventually stop you and say, Hey, you know, this is not, you know, if you can't, if you can't sense it and you keep going past your limits, then your body will stop you eventually. And that is usually what happens. So it sounds like that's, that's what part of what you had experienced. And and it really gave you a different, um, like a big signal, like, Hey, we need to do something different. And it sounds like you really, it worked out for you because now you're swimming with the dolphins and, (laughs) and also having people What's that? <laughs> yeah, it definitely worked out for me. <laughs> yeah. Life is magical and we have to trust in that magic. And it can be very challenging for many, especially those who feel like they've had a very difficult life, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of hardships. And, um, and it's just having certain people around. You don't know who those people are. They might be people who are in your life. They might be new people coming into your life. That helps kind of reawaken that magic inside and that excitement and motivation to tap down deeper into who am I and what excites me, you know, and what is it that I want to do and how can I do it? And especially as a mother, because we're kind of, you know, we're trying to play two roles now as mother and, well, many roles mothers play, <laughs> but um, especially if you're a working mom and a mother, it's, it's sometimes challenging to maintain who you are as yourself, as a mother, as a being, as a person, as an individual. Yeah, it so, absolutely it is. Does. It's the passion. You lose your passion a little bit for yourself and, and your own dreams and aspirations and creativity, I think when you're doing, and I think that maybe, maybe that is the signal too, that you're doing too much and you're not giving yourself enough time when you do feel like you can't connect with that anymore, possibly. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you a question, Kimberly, is that kind of how, 
how you help people in your primal birth um, program because I was really curious about that. And it sounds like you're bringing in the god, Sorry, sounds like you're bringing in the goddess archetypes in there uh, with the birthing process to help women, uh, you know, get uh, make it. I guess a much more understandable, purposeful process and enjoyable as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's called primal birth, the goddess way. So it definitely gives all the information about birth and labor and delivery. It gives you all of that information, but I also focus it on mindful meditations and for women to tap into and trust. Like for some people, they don't, might not even know what that is, or maybe it sounds familiar or so it's really like a guidance of learn for them to relearn how to trust themselves just mm-hmm. by simply going out in nature more often and mm-hmm. walking around with your shoes off and nature going into the water. For me, I feel that when we connect more with nature and that intuitive process, just being in nature, like even like put your hand on a tree and see how you feel, you know, or now put your hand in like little steps now hug the tree or feel the tree, put your heart next to the tree, see how you feel, Mm. you know, or even ask now, maybe ask the tree, you know, like, is there anything you want to share with me, you know, and kind of building it up. So it's not just like the first thing is, is like, go hug a tree and see what the tree says to you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. It said, um, Um, cliche, kind of a little cliche, right? (laughs) Yeah. Because there is direct feedback when we're in nature yeah, and there is. Yeah, for once sure. Once we have that experience of the direct feedback, then it's a lot easier to trust the process because we've had that experience. And it's mm-hmm. much easier to trust in our own experiences than trusting in someone else's experience or trusting in someone else's words, mm-hmm. right? So once we have that, then we can build upon that and trust in ourselves more. And we can trust that, yeah, that tree did tell me this. And then three weeks later, you have this experience and you're like, oh my gosh, that's exactly kind of what happened Hmm. when I was with that tree. And once you practice that along your journey of pregnancy, when you're in birth, you're able to trust yourself instead of giving birth to anyone else who's in the room and being like, what's going on? What's wrong? Or how is this happening? Or what is this okay? Or is this right? But instead of being like an extroverted experience, it becomes a very deep introverted experience where it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, oh, I'm feeling this inside. Maybe I should move this way, but you're just speaking to yourself or sometimes your head checks out because you're so in intuitive now inside yourself that your brain isn't going to start questioning everything and you'll just start moving in a way that you you've never even moved before maybe or you've never even thought about it's not something that someone told you to do it's not something that you watched on tv before but it's your baby's moving down maybe and you're just moving in a way that maybe you're making sounds that you've never even heard from your own voice before right and you feel safe doing it you feel safe that it's okay to do this and to let go I mean, let go. How hard is it to let go? Right. I mean, we are holding on so tight in this mm-hmm. world, like to ourselves, just to let go is empowering in itself, you know, and to be able to do it during this process. So I really yeah. put all these little exercises in for women to trust in themselves and for them to have the experiences that this is for real. This isn't like, this is at least real for me. It might not be real for someone else, but I feel it. And they also then connect with their baby, you know, and have that communication yeah. with their baby. And then we can navigate life mm. after the baby's born in that state of trust yeah. and intuition in ourselves. Again, you can get so much information on mothering and parenting right. and how it should be and da 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 and da 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 da. But if we can go inside ourselves and be like, okay, what's right for me in this moment? Okay, what's right for my child in this moment? But it takes time. It's not something, you know, of course, we have all these programs. Mm-hmm. It goes so deep, you know, like of how deep it can be of how we were parented and we don't want to be like that. And we don't want to be like that. But even if we just trust in ourselves, again, we're already making that shift out of what has been done or what people are saying should be done Mm -hmm. and we're 
than able to uh, parent from our center and our heart Absolutely. center. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's huge. And like, I mean, I think that's a, that's a big deal, um, way more than, well, for me anyway, because I know that, um, I think, I think that's one of the most important things to learn as a mother is to listen to yourself and, and for, you know, we can take other people's opinions, like you said, but when you're learning to listen to your own inner voice, then, um, that can't go wrong. You know, you, that's, that's always the voice that, um, is your, your inner guidance, your inner authority. And then I think when you connect with that, you can also connect with your child's um, guidance too. Like when I've, I, what I've experienced is I'm always feeling like I'm, I'm tapped into helping them go in the right direction for them. Like what's in their best interest, not what's in my best interest, but what I feel like it's in their best interest. So that is, because if you think about it, you are like, you, you are kind of representing them for a while, you know, too. So you have to. You have to be tapped into that as well. And it's certainly not perfect for sure. But I think yeah. like if you can begin to not doubt yourself, like you say, really get into trusting yourself. Um, uh, there's going to be so many choices and decisions that many people have many different opinions on, maybe because they don't have experience with either themselves or because they've had a different experience maybe than you have. And you have to also consider that. So, um, and my God, there's so many things changing now with um, the vaccine thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's changing everywhere. But, um, and everybody's opinions on that have changed drastically. Um, and there's, so again, you've got it, you've got to determine what is right for you, your family, your children. That's got to be solid. You got to feel really comfortable and trust that, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and, trusting it, like you said, from within. And a lot of times, especially in these days, it's against maybe the normal culture at times, Yeah, you know? And again, I feel the culture is shifting and like, there's so many controversies right now, like you said. So many. (laughs) And, um, and so it's a beautiful time at the same time is that there is so much in the air there, you know, things are starting to crumble of what is you know, mandatory, and they're trying to hold on so strong about trying to keep people in this box, you know, Mm -hmm. that, again, the control, and we don't function in a healthy, vibrant way in a box, you know, it's proven, just look at the statistics of disease, sickness, childhood disease is skyrocketed, one in 63 kids have autism right now, you know, like, that's just crazy, obesity, ADHD, asthma, right. cancer, autoimmune, autoimmune, yeah. all these things that really didn't exist a hundred years ago, you know, even less. Yeah. I mean, autism was totally, it wasn't even heard of when I was a child and I didn't know yeah. anybody with autism. Me either. Yeah. yeah. You know, so obviously the way that we are as a culture living is not fulfilling our needs as beings. And I believe things are shifting and changing. And that's why we're having all of these epidemics is because it's forcing change. Mm. Just like hospital experience for me forced me to change. Well, we're forced to work with these children in different ways. We can't just put them in front of a a screen and go to work and come back. Like they need direct one-on-one attention and contact. So it's forcing reconnection. It's forcing us to reconnect. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, but it's causing change. And um, so I believe in change. And if we're able to see it as a positive thing of like, wow, I, you know, I maybe, and it can, for people who have children with autism, I know it's not easy. I've worked with lots of families that have children with autism. I know it's a financial burden in many ways, you know, but there's also like the blessings too in that and how mm-hmm. it, it can restructure an entire family if they're yeah. willing and able to see it is for what it is, you know, cause you can't change it. Yeah. Right. And, um, so yeah, it doesn't make it easier by any means, but I believe there's purpose in it and a bigger picture purpose mm-hmm. in why all of these things are happening and things are kind of bubbling and tipping points and, all of this is going on and it's a really interesting time to, to live, but it's also, I feel like 
a really fun and interesting time so that gives complete permission to like be your authentic self you know yeah, that's <laughs> like, so true yeah because these things that have been happening are proven to cause this world that we're living in especially in the u.s this very unhealthy state of mind and mm-hmm. physical being and health and vibrance so um, it's time to question, is that okay? Just because I was raised that way and I think everything was fine. Is that, is that okay? Is that showing up okay in my life right now? Or is it okay to, to change? And yeah, and yeah right now I just say, go for it. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. And I think everybody, and that's, that's the point, right? Like everybody has to decide for themselves what's right for them, what's right for their kids, their family. What, you know, that's why I think it's important going back to like really learning how to trust yourself, really learning how to listen to yourself, taking the time to reflect, taking the time to slow down. Those are things that are really going to help you uh, become a better, you know, become better at, you know, choosing the right thing for you and also setting those boundaries with other people and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And it's fun. It actually yeah, it is actually fun. You know, yeah. I think so many people have lost the fun out of life or even motherhood. It can be really draining and life sucking. And like I said, it's just so <laughs> natural for women to give. And then again, like yeah, women don't feel comfortable speaking about it maybe, or that they shouldn't complain or, um, you know, so who again, where is that safe container? For women to feel it's okay and safe to share their truth in that moment. Right. And that they're not going to be told, oh, you're fine. Oh, you're just depressed. You can just take this pill for it. Oh, that's just how life is. Oh, you know, like, yeah. that's what a lot of people are getting fed, you know? So let's, how do we find those outlets yeah. for women to feel safe to share? And now I love the idea of that we have internet for so many reasons. And of course, again, there's the whole other side of the drawbacks. <laughs> so much. Yeah. But if you don't have that community, maybe like right around you, you can even just do a Google search and find these, yeah. you know, online support groups and women's groups and mothering groups. And there's so much out there now that there is that ability to find the help or the outlet that a woman may need for her to help find her power again and power in like a loving, empowering way, not power over, you know, right, and right. Um, the feminine power of feeling alive and vibrant and healthy and caring. And, you know, there's so many roles and archetypes of a woman and what she resonates with and just what brings that fire back inside of her to live and be passionate. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And that, like you said, that it's, it's so great that we have these resources. We I definitely, I definitely didn't have that when I was, when I had my kids. Um, but I did have, um, in my community, we had some mothers groups that we would meet, we'd meet at the park and I'm sure those are still around. And yeah. also women who brought me meals during right after, uh, birth and, and really helped for a couple of weeks after that was, was really great. So if you have a community that, um, that you can reach out to that also can support you that way, but as well as if you, you know, uh, finding maybe a community online as it would be helpful as well, but whoever you can reach out to, to, um, to, to find that support, I think is really important to even just be acknowledged and um, someone to talk to, to just listen is, is huge. It's a big deal. So, um, and it can really, it can really create a lot of healing in, as a mom, I think, um, because you're really not, you know, when you have young kids, there's not really, if you're just there by yourself, you're, you know, you, they don't, they hear you, but I don't, they can't talk back to you all the time. So. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I mean, like you said, it's so important sometimes just to be heard and acknowledged yeah. for what you're going through because yeah. it's amazing it is at times. It's not at times. That's and so it true. Can be very, very challenging at times. And each child can challenge you in different ways and stretch you in different ways. And and it's okay, you know, like it's yeah. okay. And it's okay to talk about that. And it's okay to say how hard it is in that moment, you know, because I feel like yeah. once we're able to do that, we can kind of release it in a way. We don't hold on to it. 
you know, and we yeah. can move through it and it doesn't fix it. Right. But at least we're not stuck in it. Absolutely. Like, again, the feminine, the flow, you know, how do we right. flow with it without it holding us back from everything else that is amazing in our lives? You know, it's, it's part of our life. It's, it doesn't have to control our life. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, thanks, Kimberly. Yeah. Um, I would love for you to share with everybody um, what your offerings are. I know that you you and I talked about your retreat and uh, the types of retreats you can provide for people where you are in Hawaii, as well as um, your your class. Your is that just is the primal uh, program uh, birthing program is that online or is it in person? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so there's the Primal Birth the Goddess Way is in offering online on my website. It's www.pregnancychildbirthourfuture.com. <laughs> the long one. <laughs> um, and I also host private retreats for pregnant women who want to go through that childbirth course, maybe in person. Cool. And also having all of the extra perks of a retreat, obviously in Hawaii and being with the wild dolphins. Yeah. And that sounds I amazing. Hope, <laughs> um, yeah. Private retreats for Ooh. women in general. Um, and we're starting actually, I'm excited. We're going to do our first like group women's retreat for um, divine entrepreneurs. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Yeah. Woman who is entrepreneurial or wants to be entrepreneurial like how do we work from the place of the feminine um so we haven't set dates for that yet but i'll keep you up to date on that great and yeah that's mostly what i'm doing right now <laughs> well that sounds like a lot plus you have four kiddos at home right <laughs> yes yes We're busy. <laughs> yeah yeah well that is so wonderful i am so glad that you came on today, Kimberly, and I'm so glad that we connected and I hope we can stay connected and, um, maybe, you know, somehow, um, I'll be, I, I really want to come visit you in Hawaii. I'll just be honest. So one day I'll be down, I'll be over there and we can swim with the dolphins and together. Oh, sure. <laughs> Even on just vacation. Or vacation. Yeah. And are you, um, yeah, I'll just, uh, I know I'll be back in Hawaii next year. Maybe I can come visit you too and just, we can hang out or something. That'd be awesome. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Cool. I always say it's awesome. What I love about Hawaii is that it is a lot easier to live like in according to nature because you're surrounded by it all the time. Yeah, right. And so then it's easier to tap into your intuition and then the island, I call it island time is a lot slower. Mm. So anyone who's coming to Hawaii, I feel you get so much out of just being here and seeing that it is possible to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, a, it's slowing down in such a good way. It's so replenishing, you know? And yeah. uh, so we all need, we need more of that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, Kimberly. And, uh, Take care. And again, if you guys want to find Kimberly, I'm going to put all the links on the show notes here. So you can head over to pureenergypdx.com and check out all those links. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to connect with Kimberly, you can head over to pregnancychildbirthourfuture.com. And if you want to check out the show notes and the resources mentioned in this podcast, you can head on over to pureenergypdx.com and you can find a link to connect with Kimberly as well as all the resources and show notes. If you're struggling with weight gain, no motivation, too much muscle soreness, not enough energy, I can definitely help. Is nutrition confusing to you? Are you tired of the fitness and nutrition trends? I mean, is it for like, you know, is it geared more towards 20 year olds and you're 
in midlife or you're in your mid-30s and it's just not working for you, well, I can help you. I can tell you why it's not working and how you can find something that does work and teach you the skills to create your own fitness foundation, your own nutrition foundation that fits for you, that works for your life and how, what you want to create to reach your goals, the body that you love being in, the life you love living. These are all things that are equal as equally important as in your health. It's all about all these things have to do with your health, not just what your body looks like. Uh, you do want to be loving the body. You want to be loving the body you're living in, but you also want to be loving your life. You want to love the people you're around. You want to love yourself. You want to love the person you're becoming. You know, you want to, I mean, this is for me. I, I personally love teaching people how to do this because this is what brings me joy. So if you're really interested in learning more about this, if you want to learn the skills to create a body and a life you love, then head on over to pureenergypdx.com and set up a free coaching call with me and we can discuss what you're struggling with and how I can help you. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.